Hey guys, welcome back to the Playmakers Podcast. Excited to have you guys along with us. This is your host, Alex. And it's Phil too. Guys, another week of sports down in the books, and we got some great content for you today. We're bringing you our fantasy football updates here. Um, for any of you who have started in your league 0-2, I know it looks terrible. I started 0-4 last year, I think is what it was. I ended up missing the playoffs. I just wanted to bring it up. but <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, I don't think it's time to panic yet. It's well, been a really weird couple of weeks. It depends on your team. depends on your team. That's... If you have any combination of Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor right now, um, look away. <laughs> Well, yeah, Nick Chubb especially. Nick look Chubb. away, do not. Look. Maybe even Saquon Barkley. We'll get into all these guys here in a little bit later in the show here. Today we're going to start off with very similar stuff that we've done, but this time Phil is going to be telling me and guessing who the leaders in fantasy points are after two weeks. Yeah, it'll be interesting because it's, norm- it's not normal. Some like, of them are not. Some of them like, are not. Like it's been a very weird first couple weeks. And fantasy football is a mixture of luck and patience. It is. For now all right so this is obviously based off of the ppr league because that's what we do who is the number one overall player in fantasy football is it puka nakua it is not but he's actually in second is it mccaffrey it is not mccaffrey he's fifth wait i know it's gonna be something obvious or is it is it like a kind of obvious player yeah definitely definitely um is it Jay Jettis? No, it's He's not him. fourth. So you have two, four, and five right now. Gosh dang it. I'm going to get everybody except for one. Actually, Puka's tied in second. I just realized that, but yeah. Okay. One of these is not like the other, which is the other one tied for second. One of these is not like the other? No. So it's not a receiver? So number one? Is it you, a receiver? It's a receiver, 100%. I feel like you're going to say it, and I'm going to be like, oh, duh. Um, That's exactly what it's going to be like if I have to tell you. Oh, my gosh. I'm just trying to think. Is it Ayuk? Nope. Just because I know he had an insane week one. He had in week one. Oh, my gosh. Most of this came from week one, but even then, this is an easy start every single week. Oh, Tyreek Hill? Yep, 100%. (laughs) I don't know why that took so long to click in my brain, dude. Fun fact, tied for second overall. Second most points through the first two weeks. Of the season, the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yikes! Yeah, that won't last. Very long. It won't. But through two weeks, that's still kind of impressive. They're tied with Puka Nakua with fifty-two points. So we head over to the quarterbacks now. Can you tell me who the top? Let's just do the top five. Who are the? Just in any order, give me the top five. Tua. Tua is number six. What? He's number six. Freaking. Um. Is uh, golf one? Goff is number 11. What the? Okay. Okay, what the? How is Tua not? Anyways. Um, His week two performance was kind of eh. That's why. That's that's true. That's true. Um, Let's see. Is Mahomes up there? Number four. He's number four? Oh, my gosh. Um, Hertz is in the top five, right? Who? Hertz. Oh, Hertz? No, he's number nine. I didn't think he was. Holy crap. Um, I know Joe Burrow is not one. Joe Burrow is number 29. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And I know... Um, oh, my gosh. Is it the freaking... Is it Dobbs one of them? Josh Dobbs? Yeah. No. Josh Dobbs is... I don't even think he's top 20. Yeah, what? he's 24. Oh. Because he only had one point in week one. And I know it's not Lamar either. Nope. Lamar isn't either. Lamar's number 20. Um, what about Stafford? 
Nope. Stafford is number 19. Okay, just freaking tell me. This is taking too long. Number one is Kirk Cousins. Okay. Number two is Justin Herbert. Or sorry, number two is Jordan Love. Number three is Justin Herbert. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Number five, Russell Wilson. Hmm. Interesting. All right, running backs. Who are the top five? Top five. I feel like this one's kind of weird. Um, I hate like when we go to do these, my mind just goes blank, and I can't think of anybody. You've already mentioned one of these players. Oh, I have? Yeah. See, even then, that doesn't help me. My mind just like went blank, dude. I don't understand why I do that. Come on. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay, well, actually, there's a lot wrong with me, but that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. We don't, need to, we don't need to get into that right now. That's too, that's too much. That's too yeah. dark. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Um. Okay, let's think here. Um. Let's see. So McCaffrey's one. McCaffrey's number one. Um. Let's see who else has done really good. Um, is Kyron Williams one? Number two. Yeah. Um. Ford didn't jump up there, did he? No. 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 Because he did have a, a breakout yesterday. Um. So I got one and two. Yeah, one and two. Four. Oh, Swift. No, Swift, Swift is isn't one. He no, because he only had like half. That's a point true. I guess his one. first, but his second game, like, holy crap, wasn't enough. Um, Just to give you an idea, the base, like the lowest, number five, is forty-one and a half points through two weeks. Oh. Um. Is James Cook one? Nope. James Cook's number nine. Um. Dang. Is Hen- Henry's not one? Is he number eight? <laughs> number eight. Gosh, dang it, dude. You're slowly getting close. You have one guy who we both knew was going to break out. One surprise outside of Kyron Williams. And then one guy who we expected to break out, but is in a crowded backfield still. That doesn't really help me. Bro, I don't know what the freak is. I can't think of... Okay, it's us Bengals. No, it's not Mixon. Nope. Because if I have him and he's... He's been wrong. He's like average. He's like not great, but he's not bad. Um... Let's see. Barkley's not one. No, Barkley's number seven. You've got seven, eight, and nine in your last three guesses. <laughs> oh my gosh. Joe Mixon's twenty, by the way. That's yikes, what it is. Yeah. Yikes, 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 yikes. Um Oh, is Justice Hill one? Nope. He's twenty two. Oh, what the f- Okay. Um Let's see. In a crowded backfield. Is Javante one? He's not. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm like thinking of probably everybody except who's like actually up one there. of these guys ADP second round. One of these guys first round. One of these guys, I believe, was like eight or nine. Eight round to eight or nine. Is Warren one? No. He was his average draft was not drafted. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Think of the first round for the first round picks this year, like I know it's like blowing my mind that I can't. Who are the first round pick running backs? Besides Christian McCaffrey, who you already said. Well Chubb's not one, is he? No. No. Um Oh, is um Bijan one? Number five. Is Tyler Algier up there? No, Algier. Oh, because yeah, he had a bad week. He's ele- but he's still eleven. Yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. Um duh. We have a second round pick for sure. Very highly regarded coming into the year. Oh, Pollard? Yep, number four. And then number three is the tricky one. Let me think. So 
Okay, so he was a late round pick, like a late rounder kind of. Yeah, easily probably drafted no earlier than this. Seventh round at the best, but eighth or ninth round is probably his like sweet spot for getting picked. Oh my gosh, my mind is totally blanking. I don't know who is it. Brian Robinson Jr. Oh, yeah, I would have never yeah, guessed that. Yeah, that was a tough one for sure, so I don't blame you. Wide receiver, you should already know who number one and number two is. Maybe even number three. What, Nakua? Nakua's two. Yeah. Number one? Jay Jettas? No, he's number three. Oh. Come on, number one is literally, we just talked about this, the number one overall player in fantasy. Dude, what's what wrong with me, dude? How can you forget him already? Tyreek Hill. Yes. Yeah. I knew it. I just couldn't say the freaking name. One, two, and three. Four and five. Four, kind of a surprising start to the season, maybe for some people who doubted him. I think you kind of doubted this player, too. Probably. <laughs> um, no, I know you doubted. Oh, was it um, Mike Evans? Yep, he's number four. Five. Had a I didn't doubt him. I doubted his QB. That's true. Uh, week one was a little slower for this guy. Week two, huge breakout. Keenan Allen? Yep. Yeah. Those are your top five. Now comes for arguably the worst position. Oh, tight end? Let's just go through it. I'm not going to take the time to guess because it's too many. Well, number one and number two, you should be able to get pretty easily. What, they Henry were, and... Hunter Henry's two. One is probably the most consistent so far. It's not Fryermuth, is it? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, I don't even know. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Number three is Evan Ingram. Four is Sam Laporta. And he is tied with fourth at with Darren Waller. Those guys are tied with 20.2 points. Nice. Yeah. Just to give you an idea, Mark Andrews, not in the top 10. Travis Kelsey, not in the top 10. Well, Mark Andrews didn't play first week. Neither did Mark. Neither did Travis Kelsey. Yeah. George Kittle's number 25. Yeah, it's it's hard with Kittle because he can either go mm-hmm. off or he can just be utilized in some other. It just like depends on what the game plan yeah. is going for that week. So, and for all you Kyle Pitts owners out there, he's twenty seven right now. Why would you draft Kyle Pitts? He the has nine point nine points. Like I, I honestly would honestly grab him just for like trade purposes, honestly. Because yeah. I mean, I have Kincaid and he's like average. Like just for shits and giggles, or sorry, um, just for <laughs> craps and giggles, kickers. I want to see if you can get any of these. I'll give you one of them because I guarantee you won't get them. I didn't hear about him until like two days ago. The Dallas Cowboys kicker, Brandon Aubrey. Aubrey, yeah. The other three I'm sure you've heard of, but... Jake Elliott. He's number one. Yeah. Um, the next four guys are tied for second. Is Koo one of them? No, Young Wei Koo is nine. Oh, because he had a pretty decent game yesterday. One of these guys is extremely surprising, considering how bad he he had. Let's just say this off season was not a good off season for him, and neither was the end of last season. Oh, Brett Maher. Brett Maher. Yeah, yeah he's also tied for second. Yeah, so Aubrey rough. Maher, and then Nick Folk for Tennessee, and Jake Moody for San Fran. Hmm. Interesting. And then last but not least, the defenses. You should know number one. Yeah, it's Cowboys. They have 52 points, third overall right now in terms of fantasy I mean, they've played the worst offenses basically right now. They've played some pretty bad offenses for sure. Like the Jets would have been better, but like Zach Wilson, I want him to do so the good, other, but he's just not. The other four defenses, can you guess them? Um, One big surprise to me, but that's because they had a big week one. One of those guys had a, or actually, all these guys had pretty good week ones. But anyways, did the Saints? They won. No, Saints not top ten. 
The Bucks. Bucks are second. Yeah. Yep, they're two. They have 26 points, so they're literally half of number one's points. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys will come back no, to so Earth. Tampa Bay, second. Three, big surprise, but it's because they had a massive week one. Who was it? The Cardinals. Yeah, that definitely won't last. This is probably the most consistent defense right now. Number four, Washington Commanders. So far, I mean, it's still week two. I mean, now I guess it's week three. And number five arguably should be the number one defense in fantasy, but because their offense is so bad now, the New York Jets. Jeez, yeah. They're just going to be on the field They had forever. 20 points in week one. Yeah. And they're still and they had zero points week two. They're still top five. And they're actually tied with the Eagles and the Colts, too. Yeah, and like I said, week two, it's no time to panic just yet unless you've like got players that are like hurt and you stash players that were hurt. Like mm-hmm. that's really the only time to panic. But like for the most part, you should be kind of cons- you shouldn't be too worried. Just pay attention to waiver wires because if yeah. you haven't won yet, you're going to be at the top of the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. So just make some decent picks at this trade at this pickup, then you should be just fine. And just for craps and giggles on this one too, do you know just. This is going to be the most random one here. The number one defensive player for fantasy for those leagues. He's on a really bad defense. A really bad defense. The number one fantasy player for defense? Yeah. No idea who. Daniil Hunter. Oh, for the Vikings? Yep. Wow. He (laughs) has the most fantasy points, and that defense is not a great defense. No, it's true. So, anyways, that, that was just for a little fun there. We're going to yeah. dive into our fa- actual fantasy this last week here. Um, just to give you guys an update on our league here. So, right now, as the standings are, there are only three undefeated teams left in our 10-man league. Bro, and guess who's last? It's me. It's <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Phil is currently sitting in last, and it's not because he's had injuries. He no. just has not set his lineup correctly. It's, it's not even that. It's it's like just random players like when, like Mostert went off. Mostert like, went off on your bench. Like, yep. okay. <laughs> Um, who else went off on my? I think I had like two or three players that went off on my bench that I just didn't think were gonna go off. Um, yeah, dude. DJ Moore had a good game, solid game as well. Um, Zay Flowers is like averaging over ten points a game right now. Which so on your bench, DJ Moore had sixteen, Raheem Moster had twenty five, Zay Flowers <laughs> ten, Courtland Sutton eleven. Some of your starters, Damian Pierce had five and a half. Yeah. Jamar Chase eight. Yeah. AJ Brown six point nine. AJ Brown, I think, is going to get more, though, because he had a pretty heated conversation. And as soon as that conversation ended, he threw like three straight times to him that were penalties on every single one. Two of them should have been touchdowns. Yeah, but. Yeah, one of them was a penalty. One of them wasn't, but it should have been. One of them was a penalty on the offense, even though AJ Brown caught the touchdown. One of them was. Should have been a touchdown by AJ Brown, but he got PI'd with and they didn't call it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not worried. I'm honestly. Like, I have great players. They just have had, like, off week. Like, Couple Lamar Jackson week. week one, like, was just weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I mean, he came back and had a decent week. Almost 22 um, um, points. Yeah, in week two, yeah, he had 22 points. Like, it's. It, literally, I'm not worried right now. I'm not worried yet. Yeah, that's fair. And Obviously, I had a pretty good week for some of my players. Joe Burrows had a kind of a you better know, week, but he's questionable for this next week. And you know what? I Like I said, I have everyone right where I want him. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm the top of the waiver board, and I'm getting Jerome Ford. And he is going to be, be so good. So. I have three players on my bench who scored 20 points. Yeah. Christian Kirk with 21.96. George Pickens with 22.7. And Zach Moss with 20.7. Had I played all of those guys, I could have been probably like 170 this week. Yeah. Dude, shout out to 
Colton. Oh, he had like yeah, how he, much did he get? 156. 156, which is second Shit. best in the league. Which is crazy. Brian, the, Brian's had, going off. He this had 158. Yeah. His best player would have been. He had, and he had one, a huge bench too that went crazy. He had too. four players who hit at least 20 points. He had six players hit at least 18 in his starting lineup. Yeah, and that doesn't include DeAndre Swift. Puka Nakua on his bench. That's 57 points on his bench alone. It's too bad he didn't listen to me about Puka. Could have put him in and he would have had like... like He would have had like 170 at that point. I'm sure... And he also had Jalen Reed who had 19.7. Addison who had 16.2. McLaurin had 16 points. All these guys were... All his bench guys scored double digits. Yeah. Except for Kareem Hunt, who's probably going to go back to Cleveland. Yeah, there's a good shot. He's talking with him right now. And as he's a like better a receiving back than Jerome Ford, so... I mean, I don't know if it's fair to say that yet. I, I, I say yes. Jerome Ford's already fumbled, but it's fine. I know that has nothing to that do with it. That wasn't on a reception, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That doesn't have anything to do with being a receiving. I know. Too. I know. I'm just, I'm just you just don't want me to be right. No, but yeah. I, do, I do think Kareem Hunt is the better overall running back, though. If the guy I mean, who hasn't played at all in yes, 100%, like a, 100%. Almost a year and a half. Um, okay, so let's go through the matchups and see. Um, before we go through matchups, yeah. I do have to admit, I was wrong about Puka Nakua this week. He somehow went off for even more points than last week. I know, dude. Nakua's like... he's we, like we If talked about, both him and Cooper Cup play like this, dude... Rams might make some... I don't think they'll do much, but they'll make some noise. I will say this about Nakua. If Cooper Cup comes back, he's definitely going to lose a good share of his targets there. Just because Cooper Cup is... That's Stafford's game. Hon- well, honestly, though... I, I honestly think they might even out in shares. Maybe. I mean, I mean Co- what- <laughs> Nakua will definitely come back down to earth. <laughs> For sure. He's just being like so overutilized right now. Because he's literally no one else. Between him and Kyron Williams, they are carrying that offense right now. Can you imagine, though, with Cooper Cup? Like, th- this offense might be way better than we thought it was going to be. You know what's so funny? If you go back to our top five players who we thought were going to be, like, the top five at each position, mm-hmm. the only Rams player that either of us even thought would be near there was Cam Akers. Yeah. Which was me. Okay, no one, no one would have thought a fifth-round pick out of BYU, Puka Nakua, would have been up there. And Kyron Williams, who I, I think he was a rookie last Nakua year. Nakua might have been the steal of the draft. <laughs> at the way he's playing? Absolutely. Yeah. He was... I don't want to say he played with he, – he's playing with a better passer. Like, he, when he played with Jaron Hall last year, I mean, he definitely got some – you know, he had some good games. But he Matthew was, Stafford's definitely more of a passer. Yeah. And so he's going to throw it a lot more to Nakua. And since Nakua is really the only guy that can catch anything, Tyler Higby's getting a little old. Um, Van that is one person gone, I said to stay away from with yeah. Higby. Van Jefferson's gone MIA. And Tutu Atwell's actually been solid, too, now that I think about it. He's no, Atwell might be actually a good pickup off the waiver if yeah. you need somebody. So those are a couple there. I will say this right now. Uh, just looking back at my top five of each one, do you want to hear them all here? Sure. This, this actually kind of hurts. So quarterbacks. Did I, did I save mine? If I did, I got to look at that. I don't think I did. Anyways, I, keep going. All right. So for quarterbacks, I got two out of five correct so far. Because at number one, I had Jalen Hurts. I wish I would have saved mine. Number two, I had Patrick Mahomes. Number three, I had Josh Allen. Number four, this one's going to hurt, Joe Burrow. Number five, Jay Herbs. So those two, Herbert and Mahomes, top five. Running backs, this one's going to hurt even more. Number one is Austin Eckler. Number yeah. two, C-Mac. I got him correct. Number yeah. three, Nick Chubb. Poor Nick Chubb. Yeah. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Number four, Saquon. And then number five, Cam Akers. This well, one, three of those quarter running backs won't even be playing this next week. Next week, probably. Well, Saquon is potential still, but I doubt, I doubt he, it. I doubt he plays. Yeah. He might miss a couple weeks. Eckler could easily be – actually, I think it's possible we miss four of those guys. 
Because Eckler is day-to-day still, or he's potentially out for a couple weeks. Chubb is definitely out. Yeah. Barkley's probably going to be out. And Cam Akers is just going to DNF. Yeah, they're, <laughs> or they're he's being shopped around right now, which so, I doesn't doesn't. That's what they yeah. were doing last year, and then I like they must have just made out a deal, like just play for us. Here's the, rest the thing: of the I had the right idea about the Rams' offense that their running back was going to be a big part of their offense. I just picked the wrong running back. Well, yeah, I mean, because why would you pick, pick Kyron, Kyron over Cam Akers, right? But Kyron Williams almost looks better. You know what? I'm going to give myself a tenth of a point for that. <laughs> a tenth of a point. All right. Wide receiver, I'm two of five as well. Justin Jefferson, number one. He's number two overall. Jamar Chase, I had at number two. It's a slow start. Again, it's it's week two. Honestly, mm-hmm. all of these except for like, I'm thinking maybe Barkley, like just for your running backs. Like yeah. Chubb obviously is uh, gone. Maybe Eckler even. Eckler, I think he'll only miss like maybe another week, or if that. Mm-hmm. Um, he still has amazing potential to go off because the defense doesn't know how to stop anything. Yeah, couldn't stop a nosebleed. Tyreek was my number three. Yeah, Tyreek is. Chris yeah. Olave was my four. Eh, a little he, early. Jerry Judy was my five before the ha- this was before the hammy. That was a total heart pick. It, that was that was. had nothing to do with stats or nothing. That was a total heart pick. It was. And then tight ends, Travis Kelsey, he was hurt, so he'll get back up there. George Kittle, he's been kind of disappointing, but he's also he's he's the, the tight end position. And no one saw Hunter Henry being the best tight end. No, right now. nobody, did. nobody did. Um, Hawkinson was the only one I got right so far, and he's number five on my list. So you know, potato, potato, and then. Players to avoid. These ones are kind of funny. I had my kicker was Brett Maher, and he's already top five for the kickers. My tight end was Darren Waller, but again, tight end so bad it's kind of wide receivers. I put Mike Evans, oops, and Chris Godwin. Running back also an oops, Bijan Robinson, <laughs> and uh, QB Jimmy G. So that one's not terrible. Yeah, he's pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> like he's anyway, not bad. But he's not it's like. Fu- great. It's funny to look back at this, but anyways, this whole thing started just because I wanted to admit I was wrong about Puka Nakua last week. At this point, until further notice, he's a start. He's just oh, a flat especially out start. with Cup. Like yeah, yeah, even when Cup comes in, I still would start him. Yeah, because you don't know what the target share is going to be like. Don't know if Cooper Cup's going to be on a snap count. Like, oh yeah, no, especially I don't think when he comes back, he's going to be fully because his is a hammy too, right? Yeah, or no, or was it? I think so. I know he had, there was potential nerve damage. Or was it a calf? I think it's a it's hammy or calf. Let me check. But there was talk of nerve damage. That's definitely going to be a little bit longer than uh, a normal injury, whatever it is. So he had an ankle injury last year, but I'm pretty sure it's something else. No, it's not an ankle injury. I swear it's either a hammy or a calf. It, it's a hamstring. Yeah. yeah. Three days ago, hamstring. With nerve damage, he's going to be on a very limited snap count when exactly. he comes back so until he gets fully into it. There. Honestly, until Nakua drops off, which I don't. At the rate he's going, the Rams would be stupid to stop like stop feeding him. Mm-hmm. I'd just start him every week. Right yeah, now, it's... he's a start no matter what. I don't care what defense you're going against. It's almost like, especially if you're, unless you're going against, like, I, just, I don't know. I Honestly, I think of these matchups like Jair Alexander, uh, Marshawn Lattimore that, like, shadow their best players. But, like, on this offense, he's the only guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you got to start him. Like, you right. just got to start him no matter what. Now, I will say this. This draft was a little bit weaker in the wide receiver thing, but nobody would have guessed Puka Nakua would have been the top wide receiver after – or the top rookie wide receiver, almost the top wide receiver. Yeah. The fact that he's a top receiver right it's now kinda is crazy. crazy. So there were four first-round wide receivers who were taken in this last draft. Mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's dealing with some injuries. Quinton Johnston, who is just not being used right now. Zay Flowers, who's been kind of surprising. He's actually very targeted. He just doesn't have yeah. a lot of yards. But and then Jordan Addison, 
who's actually been pretty good these first two weeks as well. Yeah. Addison had a great week yeah. last and week. And then you go through all these. Jalen Reed's had a good one. Rasheed Rice, he kind of screwed you over in the week one because he stole some <sighs> touches fine. from some of your wide receivers. Marvin Mims from Denver was also one taken before him. Tank Zell. Marvin Mims is... I mean, it's week two, but he had a great week this last week. Yeah. So... And we, we started off good, but then we decided to fall off of a cliff. But, you know, potato, potato. That's in the end here. So let's look into our matchups this week. Or do you want to say sorry to what's-his-face? Because you were wrong about someone, too. Um, it was probably Pierce. I think that's I think I, it was Pierce, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, it's it looks like they're just trying to show off C.J. Stroud and yeah. take touches away from Dude, they're just trying to get him as many so, touches yeah, as Yeah, so it's like if they, used, if they had a game plan more centered around because – they were trying to get the ball out of Davis's Mills hand, Davis Mills' hands last year, like so. That's why freaking yeah. Pierce went off. But so I mean, I still think he's a great running back. It just doesn't look like it's going to be the right fit for him, yeah, honestly. For sure. So yeah, I, I mean, I have him. I'm benching him for Ford this week. Like, I can't start Pierce until he actually has a good week for me. <laughs> so he'll be sitting on my bench. He'll be a pretty good bench warmer. Just for craps and giggles again here for Pukunakua. Just a fun fact: he was taken in the fifth round. The very last pick of the fifth round as a supplemental, or it was a compensatory draft pick. <laughs> yes. So they really did get a steal. He, oh, 100%. Holy crap. He, got a, he was pick 177. <gasps> yeah. I mean, there are some, I just, I was going to say, there are some good receivers that have come out of BYU, but like were cut short, like Austin Colley. Mm-hmm. Oh, just Peyton Manning just loved to lead him into receiving. Poor, DBs, poor Austin Colley took too many concussion hits, dude. Yeah, well, it's like, oh, that made me so mad. Like, like he's so he was like their top receiver, but he kept leading him into DBs. Like mm-hmm. he just on these. Oh, anyways, that's a topic for another day because I can't get into it. It just makes me too mad. Because I, I, I he could have been a, I think he could have been a Hall of Famer. Honestly, I think, so? I think so. But there's no way you could actually tell because of every other week he's getting a concussion. <laughs> But he was, uh, anyways. Anyways, that's a again topic well, for a different day. One other thing here too. You know how Amon Ra keeps track of the amount of wide receivers who were drafted before him? Yeah. Was it sixteen or seventeen taken before him? I can't remember. Well, Puknikua was the eighteenth wide receiver taken. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe maybe he knows all their names too, like Amon Ra knows yeah. the names of all the guys taken before him. He's like, all right, you, you, and you. Yeah, that was that was awesome that, last year. It, seeing... I, I love that interview. He's just like. Wilson, Olave. Don't get me wrong. Some of those picks. Wilson's it, great. Garrett Wilson, Olave Chris Olave. Like, you like, can't really argue with those picks. Yeah. Then you have people like Drake London who's not being used. Yeah. Well, nobody, no receiver's really being used over there. Not even. Oh, wait. Actually, I think that's the wrong draft. It's the draft before that. But anyways, the point is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was the Jalen Waddle draft. Yeah. Again, can't that's really true. argue with Waddle, but Devontae yeah. Smith was in that draft. That's true. I mean, but anyways. anyways so, yeah. yeah, let's move on. Um, so matchups this week. Thursday night football. I'm. If you have any Giants players, don't start him because the only no. one worth starting is no. now hurt. <laughs> no. And, and even if he does play, he's going to be very limited against the best defense in football. Yeah. I. We saw what they did to Kenny Pickett, who is probably on Daniel Jones's level right now in terms of competency in football. Daniel, especially Jones, for fantasy football yeah. stuff, I think. I think actually, Danny might be a little bit better. Yeah. But. This is the best defense right now. And, like, not fantasy-wise, obviously, because they don't pick and s- yeah. off these little tiny... Anyways. Um, the only one I might start, and that's just because of the lack of depth of the position, is Darren Waller. 
Yeah, I mean, if you have Darren Waller, you probably don't have a decent backup. Exactly. But, and he'll probably be targeted quite a bit, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's a bad start, but it's not a safe start. Like, it's going to be a rough week for the, those poor Giants, or those poor um, Giants are. And until proven otherwise, start every single Niners man you have, except for maybe Kyle Juszczyk. But outside of that. I don't even, I, yeah. Um. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, even Purdy. If you oh, yeah, if Purdy. you needed to stream, I mean, if he's available, I'd go pick him up. Like this no, is gonna he's be still great. available on like fifty percent of ESPN leagues. Yep, not ours though, because he's on my bench. Yeah, he's on your <laughs> but um, <laughs> but he's but this might be the best week to start him. Yeah, because this Giants team fought so hard to come back from the Cardinals. The Cardinals. They were down twenty eight to seven. How do you get down twenty eight to seven against the Cardinals this year? That's like the perfect tank job by the Cardinals, though. Hear me out. No, if they're tanking for Caleb Williams for real, they are straight up like, "All right, we scored. Our fans had our fun. Now we're gonna go get Caleb Williams real quick." I mean, that just tells me, honestly, like we all know the four, the Cardinals are bad. That tells yeah. me that the Giants are really bad. Yeah, because they just, literally had to scrap it out to get down to the get down. Oh my gosh! But no, it's I don't know. The Giants are not making the playoffs this year. No, not the after way that performance. After after like, getting wrecked by Dallas. Well, I mean, I almost would almost understand more about getting wrecked by Dallas to a point. Yeah. Than being down twenty eight to seven against the Cardinals. Like that's really bad. At least the Cowboys are like a decent team. Yeah, at least they're yeah their defense is very good right now. But the Cardinals are trash. Like Buda Baker's. On IR, man. Yeah, like, they just put him on IR. Can you name anyone else on that defense for craps and On their defense? No. I can name one. Zaven Collins. He's a linebacker. What, did he go to Nebraska? No, he played at Tulsa. Oh, because I was going to say that's the only reason why I feel like you would know that. Uh, that's a good reason <laughs> but, why. But, but I was going to say Buda Baker too, but now that he's gone. Um. Yeah, so anyways. But, um, yeah, just start your 49ers offensive weapons. Or their dis- and their defense. Obviously their defense, especially. Giants players – I think you should go after Breda off the waiver wire, but don't start him. Don't this week. start him this week. But go, I would go get him if you need somebody. Exactly, because worst case scenario, yeah, you drop him again, but there's a good chance he becomes a nice little backup piece, target piece as well. Yeah, Falcons and Lions. I'm okay. Two things. One, I'm very surprised the Falcons are undefeated right now. They should have lost to the Packers, but the Packers offense couldn't do crap in the second half. I say you start your line, your running backs for the Falcons. Yeah, Bijan's a start right now. He's obviously proved me wrong through these first two weeks. He's a complete start. Algiers more of a flex right now, and that I I think it's really just going to depend on matchups. I not the biggest fan of the matchup right now with the Lions because against the Lions, I guess Kenneth Walker had a really good week. He last had a re- week. their their pass their pass rush defense is very well. That's their true. run defense is it's, not it's, that it's great. It's so so right now. That's true. So Algier, yeah. I think, is a solid flex play. Yeah. And then if you hop on over to their wide receiver, Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry, you got to bench the guy. They're not using him. It's not his fault. I but, honestly, yeah, would put him on the bench until he proves otherwise because like he should be a great tight end, but like. I mean, he's not even getting that many targets. No. I mean, I understand like him not getting him a lot of touchdowns. Like honestly, that doesn't surprise me at all. But he's not even really being targeted that much. No, and that's not really his fault. I no, mean, it's t- not his fault at all. I just honestly, I'd sit him and don't drop him yet, but yeah. sit him until he kind of proves that he can be viable. You know what's so annoying about that too? He was taken fourth overall in his draft. Yeah, I don't know why the Falcons drafted him. Like, literally, I don't even know if he's that great of a blocker, really. I, I know. I don't watch him enough, so I don't know for a fact. 
But just just for craps but, and giggles, do you remember who was taken what... after him? Hmm. Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall pick. So the three taken before him, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Oh yeah, was... I, and Lance is with the Cowboys. For any of you who oh. forgot, I actually just remember that. Gosh, that was arguably one of the worst picks Here ever. Here are the next ten picks after Kyle Pitts: Jamar Chase, yikes, yikes, Panay Sewell, J.C. Horn, Pat Sertan, Devontae Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater. Those are the ten picks after Kyle Pitts. Dang. Oh hey, Zayvon Collins was also in that draft too. Would you look at that? Just kind of random thing there. Anyways, th- those are players who are insane. Like, they are so much better than what Kyle Pitts is right now. And again, part of it, most of it is not Pitts' fault because they're just straight up not using him. But when you take someone number four overall in a in a draft that was this when you're, deep. When you're taking a number four overall, even if he's a great blocker, you're not drafting him to block. Mm-hmm. That's, I, anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, um, Move on to the Lions side. So I would honestly, Almonor I think is questionable right now. I think he's expected to play. He's expected to play, but yeah, he is questionable. But until further notice, he's a start. It doesn't matter. But if you do want a great backup option, he was doing great when Almonor went out. Josh Reynolds. Oh yeah, especially even against this Falcons defense, I honestly wouldn't hate starting him. Yeah, like if you have him, he's a good flex play. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Reynolds, he had a very good game. I think he was wide receiver one in week two, actually. He had a really solid Yeah, if game. you have him, honestly, he would be a great flex play for this. So. David Montgomery is hurt. Jameer Gibbs, I think, is going to get a little bit more. For some reason, these There's people not... are saying that they're not. he's not going to get that much more of a workload. I disagree. I think this might be the game that he shows he needs to be the number one Exactly, because David Montgomery's just been eating a lot of his usage. and it's, I mean, he wasn't terrible, but at the end of the day, you took a first-round pick running I back. Think, I think this will be the game that Jameer Gibbs shows he is the best back in that backfield. That's my, that's my like, I don't know what you want to call it. My like proclamation <laughs> for this week. This is the week Jameer Gibbs shows he needs to be the number one back in this backfield. Yeah, this is when he takes control against an average NFL defense, and he needs to prove that he is him in yeah. the Lions backfield. He looks better than like Montgomery is good, but he. It's kind of like how Carmelo Anthony was good, but he made it look so difficult sometimes in his later years. Yeah. That's how Montgomery feels to me. Like he's he's good. He gets the yardage, he just, but he just it just looks like it's so tough. Jameer Gibbs averages more. He looks more explosive. He's definitely faster. You know, if you didn't tell me who the players you were talking about, I would have assumed you were talking about Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. That too. We can talk about that when we get there yeah. because that I don't understand that backfield right now either. Um, but let's. I think that's about. I mean, Lions defense might not be a bad play here. Mm-hmm. But I just with how much the Falcons gave up running, I, it, it makes me a little hesitant. I would almost maybe look for a different defensive stream if you need one. For sure. But I don't think they'd be a bad play. I could see them making some good. Mm-hmm. I could see them being up a lot and then the Falcons being forced to throw. And if they're forced to throw, bad things are going to happen. 110%. So. And because Aiden Hutchinson, I don't think he has a sack yet, but man, he's gotten so he close. He is making he's quarterbacks fear for their uncomfortable life. Uncomfortable as heck. Like. Yeah, he might not. He's getting a lot of pressures. He's not. I don't know if he actually has any sacks. I don't yet, think but. he has one yet. But anyways, let's move on to the Chargers. Chargers and Vikings. This is my shootout of Jay Jettis is going to go off this week. Jeez. So is Madison and maybe Addison. I think all of them might be, have a great I don't week know this if week. Madison will. No, I think they all will. Have you seen this Chargers defense? Yes, I've watched. They them. are awful, awful, awful. I play any of them. Honestly, this week, maybe not against most week, but against this Chargers defense, dude. There's, there's three Vikings I I would say start if you have them. Wide receiver, obviously, Jay Jettis. 
Addison as a flex, I think, is a great play here. Yeah, and Hawkinson. And then Hawkinson. I still think you start that running back in Madison. I don't know about Madison because he just – I know he was going against the Eagles defense last week, but just through these first two weeks, he has been kind of rough. Like, he hasn't looked great. Well, they haven't played soft teams. The Chargers defense so far is going to be the worst defense they've seen. True. I would start him this week. I mean, they played Tampa Bay's defense too, which wasn't great. Tampa Bay's defense is so good right now. I'm, st- I'm still We just went over it. They're I, a top I know, defense. I know. You, dude, no, you st- but here's the thing. The, the Bears were able to run a lot more on the Tampa Bay defense than Madison was. And part of that has to do with Justin Fields' running ability as well. But I'm just saying, just like from the eye test, Madison has not passed. He just doesn't look very explosive. His ball control is not great either. He's had a couple issues with fumbling already. I think if you have him, this is the week you start him. Other weeks, I can see you maybe question it. But this week, I just thought that Chargers defense is so bad. This, let me put it to you this way. This is Madison's do or die week. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If and he I, think he, against, I think he does it. I, I, I don't think he will. We'll agree to disagree on that point. This is his do or die week, but honestly, I don't think he's gonna. I'll I'm not su- saying he's gonna go off for like 30. No, I'm but not. I think he has a very. I think he maybe gets about 15 points this week. I don't think he breaks 10, in my opinion. But again, we'll see. I was wrong about Puka Nakua before. I'm happy to be wrong about another player because yeah. at the end of the day, if they're doing a- any honestly any other defense besides maybe like the Giants or the Cardinals, I'm like, you know, it, like. Those are the only two other defenses where I'm like, you need to start him. Any other defense, I'm like hesitant. But the Chargers defense, dude. They're pretty bad. Is so awful. There's no reason for it to be this bad at yeah. all. With the no. players they have, dude. Honestly, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, JC Jackson, Derwin James. Yeah. But then, so yeah, I say you start any of them this week. Like, it's the safest mm-hmm. week to test out Madison. That's true. Uh, like, in terms of... Like again, like I said, this is a do or die week. If he can't cut it this week, then he at that point he's just straight back up. Yeah. Um, Chargers, obviously Keenan Allen's been having a great start to the season. Keep going with him. If Eckler is out, which there's a decent chance he is, chance that he is. Josh Kelly had a rough week last week against Tennessee, but Tennessee does have the number one run defense through the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, it's true. I don't. I don't understand it, but it's true. Their defensive line is a menace. That's one thing I will admit. True. So, I think Kelly is still an okay flex play this week. However, I, I if you have Kelly because you yeah. needed to, be, I would almost say you start him this week. I will, let me put it to you this way. This way our viewers can understand a little bit better where I sit on Kelly. If I had to pick between Madison and Kelly, in terms of who I'd have started the flex, I would go with Kelly. No worries. And then wide receivers, obviously Keenan Allen, you're going to play him. Mike Williams, I think he's a solid flex play as well. The tight ends for the Chargers, I don't know how much work they've been getting. I, I wouldn't say necessarily start them. And then Quentin Johnston just hasn't been that involved in the offense as well. I think he's basically still like a wide receiver four behind Josh Palmer. So those guys I'm a little iffy on. And then stay 10 miles away from both of these defenses. Just don't get anywhere. This is going to be a shootout week. Yeah. Both these defenses I could see getting like zero to negative. This is the, this is the week where team who has the ball last wins. <laughs> I honestly even think if one of them gets like a turnover. Uh-huh. Most I'm seeing out of maybe these defenses is three to five points. Yeah, I don't see if that. It'll be a plus, literally, if they don't lose you points. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. I, this is gonna be. A, I think this might be one of the highest scoring games this week. Yeah, let's um, hop on over to the Saints at the Packers. This one's a little bit more tricky. <laughs> so a couple of things: the Packers in Game One against the Bears still own the Bears. In Game Two against the Falcons, first half. Great first half. Second half, where the heck did that offense go? Big part of it is that Jordan Love didn't have his release valve, his safety valve, and Aaron Jones. 
Like yeah. AJ Dillon's just not as good receiving, especially as Aaron Jones is. Maybe and he's not as good a runner either. No, he's he's good, but he's, he's not better on the goal line. That's it. Yeah, he's not near as good of a. Yeah. So the way I look at it is for that offense right now, and even Christian Watson's been hurt these last couple. But like, Watson might be back this week. There's a chance that he's back this week. Even then, he would be limited though. I don't think so. Uh, him, him, and Dobbs. Honest, I think. Don't forget, Watson is a hamstring injury. Yeah, but like it's only. I I seriously wouldn't feel bad about starting him this week. Um, Saints defense has been disgusting though. Yeah, but I think Jordan Love is actually playing really well. Um, he, I actually think you should pick up Jordan Love if you need a quarterback. Like if you have Joe Burrow, you I think Jordan Love might be a good pickup. Honestly, I don't think this is the week for it. So he's another player we'll disagree with because the Saints defense. I was actually looking at this while I was using the restroom. The Saints defense, I believe, have gone. Who are the teams that they played though? First week was the no, but it was was like ten weeks in a row that they had. It was like ten or fifteen weeks in a row that they had gone without allowing like twenty points or something like that. The only reason I would maybe not start Christian Watson and I'd start Dobbs over is because this is a team where they've got a a really good DB who will shadow the best receiver in Marshall Lattimore. Um, So I could see Watson. I don't think I'd necessarily start Watson this week, not because of his injury. I think he could be good, but it is going to be a tough game for him yeah. because well, of Lattimore. So this is 10 consecutive games that the Saints have gone without allowing 20 points. We're talking yeah. 10 straight No, that Saints defense is really good, but I think Jordan Love will still get some decent points in, and I still think if you have a receiver, I think Dobbs is the way to go mm-hmm. because I do think Watson will probably be shadowed. But um, it'll be interesting to see, though. This will be this will be a tricky one. I don't know if a lot of fantasy points will come out of this game mm-hmm. on either side. To be honest with you, personally, I'm gonna avoid Jordan Love this week just because that 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 Saints defense, that pass rush especially, mm-hmm. has been getting the quarterbacks a lot, and yeah. they're, I think their secondary is very solid as well. And this is gonna be Jordan Love's first real test in the NFL in terms of against a, like a great NFL defense. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna struggle. So it my, could it could happen, but I could also see him still getting some decent points this week. Yeah. Just um. Personally, I'm avoiding most of the players on the Packers' offense, except for maybe Aaron Jones. Yeah, and that's if he plays. And that, exactly, that's if he plays. On the Saints' side, I'm still going to start Chris Olave because I know Jair Alexander is going to shadow a lot. But to be honest with this you... This is going to be a low-scoring fantasy week for these If Olave these teams. is having a good week, but also Michael Thomas stays healthy and has a decent game... I don't know how often. I gonna... honestly think Olave would be the player. I think would be the player to play because I think Jair Alexander would probably cover Michael Thomas more because he has more of a, a big play potential. I think. But also speaking of the Saints, we had a Taysom Hill alert. We spotted Taysom Hill this last <laughs> week, which means any of you who have Saints players, look out. We just saw what happened when Tony Jones just took Jamal Williams' touchdowns on the goal line. Well, he, and then he Williams got hurt, and then he got hurt. So don't be surprised if this next week you have Taysom Hill running Wildcat all over the goal line. Yeah. If they get to the Taysom goal line. Taysom Hill might be an interesting play. He's if a you dark need, horse. If you need someone, like if you need someone and you're going, end, yeah. if you're going for a Hail Mary type person, Taysom Hill might get you there. Yeah. I, I could know. see him getting a touchdown or two in this game because of the way. For it. I don't know. I, I would say this would be a decent week for it because their run defense is, is decent, but with Taysom Hill, it's just so different. You can't really – plan for exactly it. like honestly i don't think he's gonna catch a touchdown it'll he, be like a run he had like three straight weeks of zero points last week or last year then he had like a 40 point game and then came back down it's, to like, it's a hail mary play yeah it really is but honestly this this week with their running backs out this might be the best week to try it yeah he, he's worth a shot we'll see how that goes um i do agree this is gonna be a low scoring affair um 
This is the same though. I'm still comfortable sure. starting Crystal Crystal Lave. And to be honest with you, I'm okay putting Michael Thomas in your flex because I think Alexander's going to be shadowing Olave for most I of the think, game. I think he'll shadow Michael Thomas. You think so? Mm-hmm. He's, ta- he's not quite up to what he was before the injuries. And I think Alexander will make sure he doesn't do anything. I think because Michael Thomas, I think, has the biggest uh, big play potential on that offense still. And Jair Alexander, I don't think I, – I don't know. Maybe he doesn't shadow because of those two. But, exactly. Maybe but, he's going to have to split time. But I think – I don't know. I would be very hesitant with it. Like, he shadowed DJ Moore, and DJ Moore did nothing. And then the week... Well, so, DJ Moore also only had four targets because Justin Fields... This time but last week, DJ Moore got, like, 16 points. It, it's because of the. It's because of Alexander. And that was against Tampa Bay's defense. That's what I'm saying. It's Alexander. Like, whoever he's shadowing, it's just going to be rough on whoever that is. So, yeah. Um, that's about... I honestly... I don't even know if I'd start... It'd be tricky to start their defenses, too. I could almost see it being a good thing though too, because they might not score a lot. I team. hope the Saints. De- Actually, no. I'm st- I'm riding on the die or I'm riding on the wave of the Saints defense. I uh, yeah, love their defense. I would start the Saints defense more than I would the Packers yeah. this week. But Packers defense might not be bad either. Exactly. This this literally might be a defensive scoring game. One hundred percent. Like last night's Steelers. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Texans at the Jaguars. Um, what's the best way of putting this? Actually, well, let's start with the Texans here. If there's one sneaky flex start right now, it's Nico Collins. Yeah. Had a great game last week. I think we won against the Colts. Michael Pittman had like 26 points. I think you go pick up Nico Collins if, if you, he's available. If he's available. We're, we're, I mean, do you want to take the Damian Pierce part here and just kind of let people know what you're thinking of Damian Pierce? I just – Damian Pierce is a really good player, but they're just not using him. Mm-hmm. And this Jaguars defense is a lot tougher than it looks. Yeah. I think you just – it's kind of like a Kyle Pitts, like you just sit him until he kind of proves that he's going to do start doing something. He played more exactly. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not a start. I mean, I'm not starting Pierce. Honestly, I don't. I didn't have Nick Chubb, but like I'm going after um, Jerome Ford, and I'm at the top of the waiver wire because I am right where I want everybody to be right now. Yes, above me. Because before the fantasy <laughs> season, Phil knew that Jerome Ford was going to be the key to him winning the league. Oh, I, I did. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no. You never mentioned him. In fact, I'm not sure you knew he existed before last night. Uh, no, that's a lie. We saw him fumbling week one. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So, But, no, I honestly, you just sit Damian Pierce for now. Yeah. And this isn't a week to try him out if you haven't played him yet because this Jaguars defense does not allow no, much. Solid defense. I mean, But they, they start, but start Collins. Wire. I would start Nico Collins because he's getting targeted a lot. He's and they're, and they're right forcing Stroud to throw the ball. That's yeah. why I don't start mm-hmm. Damian Pierce. Not because he's not good. If they use him, I'd start him against any team. Yeah. But they're just not using him. The only other waiver wire um, ad I would potentially consider is Robert Woods because he seems to be kind of a favorite. He's, he's as well. good, but I would go. I would play Collins over. Yeah, Woods. Collins over Woods one hundred percent. But if you need a flex and you're uncomfortable about your other positions, I think Robert Woods is a sneaky ad because he seems it's, to be like his underneath receiver, like his safety blanket is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, but still, if 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 you're coming down to Woods, if you're deciding to play him, you have other options, or you just have a really bad injured team. Yeah, but I don't think someone's that. I mean, I guess it's possible, but that's very, very, very unlikely if you are that injured. Um, well, let's just say their starting running backs were Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, their wide receiver. There's no way you would have both Nick Chubb and Austin yeah, Eckler. Unless Eckler you had a really first. unless you had a really stupid No, you could take Austin Eckler first round and get Nick Chubb second round easy. Um, I mean, if not if you had a smart league. If you had a smart league, I don't I think that's extreme. I guess it is possible, I guess, but it's very unlikely. I kind of last year both. 
But that's different. Eckler was Chubb. not projected to do his. Eckler like, was the fourth round pick, overall pick last year, and I took Nick Chubb like sixteenth overall last year. Yeah, but this year Nick Chubb was projected to do better, and then eight's not. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. <sighs> but yeah, so Texans. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. Besides Nico Collins, he's like the only. I first wouldn't. Year I wouldn't feel comfortable starting anybody except Nico Collins. Yeah. On the Jaguars side here, I think Calvin Ridley's going to come back with a vengeance this week. Calvin Ridley's going to do great. I Trevor think, Lawrence is going to do great. Yep. ETN's going to do great. I Kirk, could I think, is a good flex play because I think Zay Jones is hurt. Kirk so. should do pretty good. This might be – I don't. I like what D'Amico Ryan is doing, mm-hmm. but this Jags team is just so good. It's, like They put up so a loaded. fight with the Chiefs this last week. They yeah. did. Um, but I'm 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 playing Nico Collins, and that's about it. And the Jaguars, I most start. of their offense. Yeah, even Evan Ingram, solid tight end. Oh yeah, it, yeah, Evan Ingram. I forgot I'd start him. I definitely start Evan Ingram this week, especially. Um, maybe the Jags defense too. Maybe this week, I would maybe put them in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Against Not that Texans, Texans defense. That nope. Texas O line, and also I think Laramie Tunzel's expected to miss this week too. Yeah, which means Josh Allen, their sack artist. It's, it's, Good night. Um, yeah. So, anyways, let's move on now to the Broncos and Dolphins. Okay, I'm going to be as objective as possible in this one. So, the only people right now in the Broncos I'm considering starting, Russell Wilson, because fantasy-wise, yeah. he's doing all right. He's actually doing No, he's bit. doing great fantasy-wise, yeah. Javante struggled a little bit, mainly with usage, because he's still think, coming back from his ACL. Yeah, but I, think, I, think he'll per- I think he'll just get better a per- mm-hmm. little bit by week by week. For whatever reason, they didn't use Jerry Judy as much as they could have last week, or should have for that matter. Well, I don't know. Because he did just coming back from a hamstring that he missed. So, I don't – I think the wide receivers are going to be getting kind of hard to choose who to pick because Marvin Mims looked really good. He looked extremely good. He was a great burner. Judy is obviously really good. Cortland Sutton is solid. But, like, it's just – it kind of reminds me of almost, like, receivers on the Chiefs. You just don't know who's going to be the guy that week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, either one of them, you shouldn't feel bad about starting. Yeah. Because they any of them could easily get a touchdown, and you, you just don't really yeah. know for sure. And then tight end Adam Troutman, he, he was pretty big in week one. Week two, not so much. It's just, I mean, I, don't really, I wouldn't really say you should start Troutman just because he's kind of hit or miss right now. Yeah, it's like, it's like if you have him, you probably need him. Yeah. <laughs> but if, you, if you're kind of wondering, should I start him or someone else, probably start someone else, unless it's like Kyle Pitts. 100%. <laughs> like, so... Um, then yeah. for the Dolphins, as much as I hate to admit it, you start the hell out of Tyreek Hill until otherwise proven. Yeah, maybe Tua. And Jalen. Yeah, I, you start Tua because of Hill. Yeah, Tua because of Hill. Waddle. I Because I think Hill is still going to have a good game against Sertan. But on the other side, matchup. that means Jalen Waddle is going to have a lot of Damari Mathis. And if you are a Broncos fan, you know how rough this kid has been through the first two weeks. Yeah. Jacoby Meyer was slaughtering this guy. Yeah, Jacoby And Jacoby Myers. Meyer is not as fast as Jalen Waddle. Not even close. Not to mention, we've already lost our starting strong safety for the season, Caden Kearns. He's out. Or, yeah, Caden Stearns is out. Kareem Jackson, if he keeps playing the way he's been playing, he's going the, to get ejected sometime I in the I honestly would game. say the only person you don't really start on the Dolphins' offense is maybe their tight end, and Raheem Mostert I'd be very hesitant with this Mostert, week. I would be hesitant as he well. He had a great week last week, but like, and he is the main guy right now. But this Broncos' defense is very good at the yeah, run they, defense. They slowed down Josh Jacobs pretty good. Robinson actually had a decent game, but that's because their defense just kind of fell apart. I don't think they'd repeat that again with Mostert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then yeah, but outside of that, I mean, most of the Dolphins. I don't even don't know who start the Broncos defense. Nope. I would say start them last week, 
But they got me zero points. At because half, they were like double digits, and then in the second half, they decided to fall apart. Like, I know I wasn't as mad as you were with the Broncos, but I was getting so mad. I'm like, really? You couldn't pull off 10 points at me right. for me against yeah. this team? Whatever. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Titans at Browns. I can see this being a defensive struggle again. I'm st- if you have more, I'm I'm starting more this week. He I'm Elijah starting. Moore? No. Elijah Moore's not uh, oh yeah, he is on the Browns. I'm yeah. talking about uh or Ford. I don't know why I said Oh, Moore. I was like I was like Jerome gonna... Ford. I'm starting Ford this week. Um, if you get him. I'll get him. There's gonna be some fluky thing that happens so you don't get him. There's no way I shouldn't get him on the top of the waiver ward. I've already put in the freaking thing for him. The claim. The claim. I'll get him. And if you guys, if anyone else listens, gets him, you, you got to start him. He he came in at like, when did Chubb get hurt? Chubb got hurt last night in the second quarter. Second quarter. And Ford came in and got over 100 some odd rushing yards and a receiving touchdown. Yeah, you just, you, you got to start him. Like, after the performance he had, why would you not start him? And not to mention the performance Deshaun Watson had. He's looked rough these first couple weeks. Yeah, don't start Watson. Do not no, start Watson. Start I wouldn't start him against any team right now until he proves His decision-making has been kind of crappy. Cooper's been suffering. Yeah, it definitely Morgan's has been. Decision, decision-making has been really, really sketchy recently. Yeah. <laughs> Most offensive – besides Nick Chubb slash Jerome Ford now, you don't really start anyone on that Brown Bro, offense. I just went way over your head. I wasn't even paying attention. Deshaun Watson's decision making has been really bad recently. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, it's been a couple. Actually, it's, that was last summer. I He's think. gonna. He'll never live that down. He won't. He he won't live that down even after he retires. The only way he'll be able to live that down is if they come out and say they were straight out lying. But I don't. They would never do that because I it's think the, there's evidence to the contrary. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to talk about that for much longer. For the Titans, the only player Henry it's the, exactly. It's the exact same situation. You start Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's it. The receivers, there's just not enough work there. And that Browns DBs are actually pretty good. Denzel no, Ward, all them in the That back. defense has kept the Browns in this game. Yeah. Not Watson. If they actually had a good quarterback, Browns should be undefeated right And now. I know Ryan Tannehill scored over 20 points this week. I expect to see week one Ryan Tannehill back in this week with against the Browns. Yeah. I could easily see this being, like, I kid you not, like a 14-10 game. Just I could see the Browns go off this game because of Ford and that defense. Mm-hmm. If Ford plays like he did this last week... I will say this about Jerome Ford. He is going up against the number one ranked run defense in the NFL right now in week one. Yeah, but have they played really any explosive running backs yet? Who'd they play in week one? I forget who the Titans play in week the one. The Saints? Yeah, so I mean, they played Jamal Williams, who had a struggle. Who's, yeah, he, which and he's more played, of a goal line back, honestly. And then they played um, Josh Kelly last week, so. They haven't, they haven't played anyone at this caliber then. Yeah. Not yet. Because Kelly's not bad, but Ford looks a lot better than Kelly. So I would st- I don't know if I would put Jerome Ford over Jamal Williams yet though, especially week one where Jamal I Williams his availability. Was- <laughs> I'm talking about like from week one. So in this case, start Ford at your own risk. But I mean, if you need him, like my my good guy here, Phil needs him. He's not a terrible flex start. Either. I told you I have you right where I want you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that next until week, something good happens. <laughs> next week, Jerome Ford minus six points, three fumbles. Jerome Ford just like. Gets arrested this week. Doesn't play. Like, something not football-related. Deshaun Watson has been converted to running back. Jacoby Brissett will start at quarterback. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Bills, Commanders. This one's tricky because in week one, the Bills offense... Commanders' defense is looking somewhat It was legit. a tale of two halves. 100%. First half, they got shredded. Second half, they shredded. Especially that D-line. Yeah. Now, obviously, you're still going to start your Josh Allen. You're going to start Diggs. your Stephon Diggs. James Cook... 
It's tricky. It's tricky. It, I almost because I have I'm in this kind of a situation right now. I had him because he did great last week. Mm-hmm. They just they took the ball out of. <laughs> you know what's kind of interesting? Huh. Um, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Um, the guy who is now on first take with uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. He went over the turnovers that Josh Allen has. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy. Josh Allen, I he turns it over. This is gonna be a lot. This is gonna be a lot. I think Josh Allen might be very overrated. No, we already talked about this. Remember, it's the Madden curse. That's true. It's the but, Madden but, curse. But it's only the Madden curse now because he's just more spotlighted now. Yeah. Because Shannon Sharp went over his turnovers. He like leads in turnovers, like in in like in the depth and length of his career. It's kind of crazy how many he has. Mm-hmm. But um. But so they took it out of his hands, and what do you know? Josh Cook or Josh Cook, Josh, James Cook went crazy, and Kincaid was doing really good. Diggs did really well. Davis had a good game last week too. But this Don't is gonna be the but this is gonna be the week where you'd be like, oh, he did so good last week. I'm gonna start him. He's gonna get like two points. This you week. won't hear from Gabe Davis again until like week six Gabe or seven. Davis, no, seriously, I think he gets like maybe three points this week. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. And it's like, not because he's bad. It's just he's just gonna disappear. Or it's gonna be my luck. And Colton starts him, and he goes off. Has like a forty-point game. He has. <laughs> He's gonna have that game he had against catches, the Steelers. Two hundred yards, two touchdowns. It's gonna be one of those games. Yeah. For Washington, their wide receivers have actually kind of disappointed, but Brian Robinson Jr. actually had a really oh, good game against Denver. One thing I did want to oh. say: I would start. I have Kincaid. I feel so comfortable starting him. He was targeted a decent amount. Like, like. It was kind of crazy. Like he looked, he had a couple of touchdown targets that were knocked away. Mm-hmm. I, I think Kincaid. I think Kincaid is someone you kind of start going forward. Um, but anyways, again, the tight end you can basically experiment every single week until you figure out. Yeah, and Kincaid, I think, is one of those tight ends that are kind of proven to be they can be trusted. Because yeah. I didn't play him week one. If I had, I would have won. You would have won because he had just enough. I think points. he had like seven or eight points, which you, is which is about average for tight ends right now. Yeah, and you started Isaiah Likely because you know on a tight end heavy receiving. Team, it should be a plug and play. And but Zay you know Jones what? Is like, I'll take those. I'm also on your bench. Yep, I could have played Zay Jones and I would have won. It's fine. We're not going to talk about week one because that's exactly what I wanted. Exactly. I, I'm right where I want, and I want everyone else right where I got him. Potato, potato. <laughs> so let's hop on over to the next game: yeah. the Colts at the Ravens. Now, this one's interesting for a couple of reasons. Anthony Richardson, I, I'm not sure if he's going to play because it depends if he passes concussion protocol. Exactly. I think they're expecting him to play. But there is a good chance he doesn't. Mm-hmm. It just because concussions are so like tricky. It's it's Especially it's for it's a rookie quarterback. It's by it's it, which though that might make me think he might come back because he is younger. Yeah. But like it is definitely dependent on the person. Oh yeah. For so sure. it, it's it's case by case scenario. But if he's playing, you play him. Like he because he might not he's have a ton great. of passing yards, but he runs a lot. He does run, a which time. is and in the red zone, he's which basically is, Lamar Jackson, which is. Or what Lamar Jackson should be. Okay, but Lamar Jackson did have a good week last week. He yeah. did. Ended up having a good fantasy week. But, um, yeah, the Colts, the reason why he's in concussion protocol because the dude's an animal. He ran all over the mm-hmm. place. Um, Pittman is looking to be a really good receiver, honestly. Um, this Ravens defense, though, has been pretty good. It, yeah. It's going to be a tough week for the Colts. But I think the Colts defense is also a little bit underrated. Mm-hmm. But I still think... <sighs> I know he had a good week. I'm going to avoid Zach Moss this week. Because the Ravens' defense, I think... It's Their just, run defense is way, way good. Exactly. So I'm avoiding Zach Moss this week. 
I still like Michael Pittman Jr. though. If I, I'm being honest. Yeah, I think I think the receiver definitely because they have decent pass defense, but their run defense is is their strong point right 100%. now. Um, but like, I want to say you can start Zay Flowers, but I don't know. I think you should. I say start with my players. I just it's I have a lot of good players I could put in that flex spot that I have. I just don't know who to put there. You but Zay Flowers, play. honestly, he's proven to do good. He's averaging about twelve points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I think Zay Flowers is a start this week against the Colts defense. I think he's definitely a start over their other receivers, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rashad Bateman, OBJ is going to be out. Mark Andrews is still there. But, I mean, even if Mark Andrews is healthy, worst-case scenario, Zay Flowers is option two, which is not a bad flex. No, especially on this Ravens defense. Yeah. Or offense. offense. Um, obviously, you start Lamar because, <laughs> like, he's you don't doesn't matter who they're going up against. You mm-hmm. start him. Um but yeah, that's kind of like it, really. Yeah, yeah. I think, honestly, this could either be a shootout or a very slow-scoring game. I could um, honestly see it going either I'm way. I'm not going to lie. I actually feel comfortable starting this Ravens defense, too. Yeah, I'd feel more comfortable starting the Ravens defense more than the Colts, yeah. for sure. Patriots at the Jets. Right now, the Jets don't know what the heck they're going to do with Zach Wilson, and they have arguably the worst person in the league to figure that out. I would say start freaking... I don't know about Garrett Wilson right now. No, I was going to say Brees Hall. But oh, like, they only the, ran him four times last week. I guarantee you it's going to change this week. It sh- I mean, yeah. I mean, that that has to change. You that has to change. Yeah. You saw what happened. He had like 10 touches in week one against the Bills, and he went off. Yeah, no, it should be. This Patriots defense isn't isn't bad, but I think it is a little bit overrated just because mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick is like 71-90 and 90 or something or something crazy number without Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, he's... Tom Brady definitely was the reason he was so winning successful. everything. Yeah, um, that's just something I wanted to get out there. But um, I'd say start either defense. I'm comfortable with. Actually, I'm comfortable with that Zach Wilson is unfortunate. Like, yes, he's a BYU alum. Should be doing better. He was a number just, two overall pick. He's just struggling right now. He just and that Jets defense without Aaron Rodgers is still putting up a hell of a fight. I'm cool with either of those defenses yeah. too. And Brees Hall and Hunter Henry. Those are the only Hen- Yeah, yep, Hunter Henry. This might be a tough week, though, for him. This would be a tougher week for Hunter Henry. But, like, if you have him, I, I, it's I, it'd be weird to not start him with it, it, how good yeah. he's been doing. It's tight end. You literally just... This just think. might be a bit tougher week. Just, like, heads up, you know. But, like, you can't not start him with what he's been doing. Panthers at the Seahawks. If I'm a Panthers guy, the only guy I'm considering starting is Miles Sanders because they the Seahawks have not been great against the run. They just haven't. Um, we saw what Kieran or Kyron Williams did to them in week one. Yeah, and Cam Akers, yeah. too, actually did some pretty gnarly stuff. To them. Like, they gave up, like, three rushing yeah. touchdowns between the two. And then in week two, David Montgomery was having a decent game. Jameer Gibbs had an okay game. Yeah. I uh, This week at the Panthers, I think you start the you start Sanders, Sanders. But maybe Hayden Hurst, too, because he is, seems to be kind of a favorite for Bryce Young. Yeah. The I Seahawks. Don't, yeah. Seahawks, you start Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker Gino Smith, not a bad streaming option either. No, he's he's he looked like his old self last week. Yeah, against the Lions. Um, you start DK. Is Luckett hurt? I don't think so, because he got a touchdown last week, and I don't think he got hurt between that touchdown and now. For some reason, I thought he was hurt. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, if, if Luckett's healthy, you play him this week, yeah. especially. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd start their tight end. I don't know because their tight end is split between Noah Fant and Will Disley, and right now, it's, yeah, it's, it, it there's not really a clear cut one, and I it'd be like if that's like a fifty fifty shot, one of them yeah. gets a touchdown, maybe if they don't run it with Walker, um, yeah, so you just start Geno, both the receivers, and Kenneth Ken Walker. Walker, and then for the Panthers, Miles Sanders and maybe Hayden Hurst. 
I wouldn't hate the Seahawks defense in this one. You know what? It's not. That's not bad actually. That's because Bryce Young isn't looking. He's not not bad, but he's not great. He's not like really showing out. Really, Seahawks defense though has also had a slow start though. If we're being completely honest, yeah. And And Thielen might not be. Thielen might not be a bad start just because he has targeted a lot. He's just I don't see him getting a lot of yards. I don't think so either. Like it's it's yeah. I honestly think if you're thinking about Thielen, I would Mm -hmm. maybe you probably it's for your flex. You probably can find a better option for your flex spot Mm -hmm. if that's what you're doing there. (sighs) But um, anyways, moving on. Sunday, September 24th, 2.25 p.m., Bears at Chiefs. Red alert, this is the lock of the week. This is not a gambling podcast. Let me make this very clear. No. But lock. Because we do not We do not. We do, we do not encourage that to any one of our viewers here. No. But I will say this. Start all your Chiefs. Or let me rephrase that. Start the Chiefs defense. Start Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey. Pacheco. Kelsey. Start them all. Yeah, because that, I wouldn't start the receivers just because you just no, I didn't you just don't any. know who's gonna you just don't know who's gonna There's be the guy. reason I didn't name any Chiefs wide receiver because this is the epitome of whose week is it? And I think it's Kelsey. And, and I don't even think it's gonna be receivers. It's gonna be Kelsey. He's gonna be the number one pass catcher. And the Bears have proven otherwise that there's. But I mean, the if, Bears hype was hypothetically uh, speaking, the, the, if you if you were gonna risk anything on either team on any week this week, I would risk everything on the Chiefs. I'm not saying what you should risk. No nope, pride, nope, your clothes. The the Bears hype. That's all it was. Was hype. They're not. They're not as good as. We talked about this. Where the heck did that even come I from? I don't know. I mean, DJ Moore is a great pickup, but like, you still got the same defense. They actually were talking about benching um, Claypool because of how last week. Yeah, he did. Um, but there was rumors that they were just not going to play him. Well, yeah, because he wasn't giving any effort in week no, one. No, he wasn't at all. Um. So it's gonna be interesting to see, but um, yeah, duh, Justin Fields is I, he's kind of one of those players where I'm like, you kind of sit him again until I still think you hold on to Wilson, or uh-huh. Wilson um, Fields? Fields, but I don't you don't start him until he has maybe a good week or two. But this is not the week to start. No, him. the Chiefs defense actually did work against uh, Trevor Lawrence. Watch now that we're saying this though, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a shootout. Watch, just or, watch. Or the Bears dominate for no reason. No, I, I honestly don't think the Bears would dominate, but I could for some reason see a very weird situation and scenario where DJ Moore gets like a, a huge, a huge game this week. Like Justin, Justin Fields, Fields finally just, yeah. just finally puts it in for him. Like he just trusts in DJ Moore. They maybe run some more designed QB runs for him because they're just not doing that right just now. Which is weird. Pull Thanos. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. That's I think maybe where the hype was coming from is because now he doesn't have to because DJ Moore is there. But it, he might have to go back to it because that's he, when they were most competitive. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But yeah, you're not. Yeah, it. That's a very, very, very rare circumstance. But yeah. I think I think the Chiefs are gonna. It's it's it gonna be like a kind of almost like a bye week. This for the shouldn't Chiefs. be close. Is the best way of putting yeah. it. This next game is also I'm this, gonna put it on par. You, you know, you know what? This is so sweet because this is gonna get the Cowboys fans even more hyped because they're going to kill the Cardinals. They might have a game like they. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they shut out the Cardinals too. Yeah, like what they did against the Giants. Yeah, I'm. I because the Cardinals are worse than the Giants. They are. For those of you who have the Cowboys defense, they, they might get thirty this great game. Start, great start. They, they they might be their best scoring player on their draft this or on their roster week this week. One, 35, week two, 17. The, it, it, this might be another thirty plus point game. It honestly could be. But you know what's going to be great? That height, that height of their hope is going to get better. It's and gonna we'll get talk about bigger. this later this week. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the Cowboys schedule and we'll just kind of see what happens there. But it's yeah. like that cycle where 
that they go through and I'll actually maybe I'll post it on the mm-hmm. podcast social media where there's there's a cycle that the Cowboys fans go through. Right now they're in the beating on bad teams right now. Yeah, beating the, on bad teams, Weedon boys, they're hyped up like no other. I'll keep it simple. This like, might be the greatest fall of the Cowboys this year cuz they have the most hype I've seen in years. Yeah. And I know they're not going to win the first, they might win one playoff game depending on the matchup. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lose. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, that's a, that's for the next one. Simple that we get Cardinals. Into. I I'm not comfortable starting anyone, James Conner included. Yeah, the defense is good enough to the point where they could neutralize James Conner. I know their quarterback has been getting some decent points, but not this week. No, not this week. No. On the Cowboys, Dak I think is a solid pick. Tony Pollard, you're gonna run that man. Run him. Run him. <laughs> this is the week you start Dak. I could see why maybe you're hesitant, like in the past Has weeks. Dak? But like this week, you should. You he this week you should definitely start. Obviously, C.D. Lamb as well. Pollard might break records this week. Um, Tyler Ferguson, he's the Cowboys' tight end. Not a terrible pick right now. He's a solid. C.D. Lamb's gonna have a great game. Yeah, Lamb's gonna go off too. Just any Cowboys. If you have any Cowboys weapons on your roster, just start them. If there's any game, I hope I'm wrong about. It's this one. I don't. I hope the Cowboys kill them because I know how they're gonna be in the playoffs. How bad it would be for them though to lose to the Cardinals and get humbled this early in the season. But would it be worse for them to get all this hype and then fall? Yeah, they build up hype for two weeks, lose in week three. Build up hype for another couple weeks. Nope. I want the hype to build all year. I want them to be at like Everest point of like like seventeen and zero, sixteen and one, and then blow it in the first round. Well, because they have to. They have to face like they have they will have to face like the Niners they will have to face some tougher teams in the like during the year so they're not going to go undefeated but I think they have maybe the best record they've had in a long time but they're going to fall their their peak is their their hype and their level of excitement is going to be higher than it's probably been in 10 years probably since they've gotten Dak and Zeke that one year where they were like oh this is deaf because that was probably the most convincing year that that could have been it then they lose in the first game to the Packers um, it, week week five they play the Niners, but we'll get into that later. Oh, that's gonna be yeah. a great game. Um, but yeah, no, I hope the Cowboys win. I hope they win every game because I know they're not winning in the playoffs. <laughs> I know they're not. Like it's not gonna happen. I don't even think you were born the last time they won the Super Bowl. No, it wasn't because I think it was like eighty something, wasn't it? No, it was ninety something. Um, it was. I think last year was twenty five years, so this might be twenty. It was. You know what? Let me check. Because it might have been the year I was born or the year before, or something like that. The last time they won, 96. So it was two years before I was born. I wasn't born either. Yeah. I was born in 97, so. Yeah, no. I have. I this might, this, I could see this being the best year that they have the most hype for. Like, because I'm already seeing people like, oh, Dak is better than Josh Allen. Dak is better than this. This team's going all the way. I'm like, it's nothing new. Yep. It's just more hype for them to fall with. It's going to be great. I seriously have, I have all the faith in the world that they'll screw up. I mean, at this point, I mean, this is the same coach. Say, yep, same owner. It's gonna happen. All right, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later this yeah, week. Yeah, let's finish up our matchups here. Let's look at the. Um, oh, I gotta Sun- go back here. Sunday night game: Steelers and Raiders. I'm not confident in anybody on the Raiders' offense except for maybe Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. If Myers is playing, I wouldn't mind starting him. And Adams, maybe because here's the thing: that pass rush from the freaking Steelers has been insane. They're going to yeah. need to slow it down quick because Okunjobi was a demon against the Browns for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They still have TJ Watt. Yeah, I still I still would be not total. I would be okay starting Myers. You definitely start Adams because you would. You it's Devontae. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think Jacobs might struggle a little bit. 
Um, but I think he has a. I think he has a bounce back game. We saw what Nick Chubb was doing to him. Josh Jacobs not quite there, and Ford was also going off against him too. Yeah. I think Jacobs is going to have a good game. This is going to be his first real game of the season. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then on the Steelers, Pickens and Fryermuth. Those are the only two, yeah, because Kenny Pickett's been struggling, and then sneaky wa- waiver wire ad maybe is Calvin the, Austin. He got targeted a lot last this night. This is another game, I think, like how I said with Jameer Gibbs. I think this is going to be George Pickens. I mean, George Pickens had a great game last yeah. night, but I think this is going to be a game where it's like, okay, this dude is the best receiver on this team, like by far. Yeah, this is the game. This is also Najee Harris's do-or-die game, I think. Oh, gosh. Okay, I would start Warren over Najee right now. Honestly, I would. fantasy points, I don't, I don't blame you. I start Warren but over I think Najee. If, I think if Najee is going to prove that he's even worth starting for the rest of the season, it has to start against the Raiders. But Warren has proven to be better so far fantasy-wise. I think you start Warren. I mean, you obviously probably... There is a chance you might have picked up Warren. But, like, Warren is already picked up in our league. Yeah. Um. So, and I know it's not by the same person that has Najee. Um, I think Colton has him. Najee, I don't yeah. think he has Najee. I think he has Warren. Um... If I had to choose between the two, if I had them both, I'm starting Warren. I, and honestly, I don't think you can really go wrong he, there. He's better at catching, too. He gets a lot of yards receiving. Mm-hmm. He's de- I think fantasy-wise, maybe even just regular-wise, he might be a better option. Yeah, I mean, if I have Harris, I'm probably starting Najee just this last week. to see Because if he can't do it against the Raiders' defense, then at this point, he's just going to If you have Najee not, and not Warren, you have to start him. But if you have both, I'd start Warren. I would only start Najee over Warren for the one reason that I think this is his last game. I think this is Mike Tomlin's like, you prove it to me this week or it's done. So I think they're going to force feed Najee Harris still this week. Because to be fair, he's gone up against two extremely tough defensive lines in the first two weeks. He had the Niners in week one. So is Warren. And Warren didn't have a great week one either. But that's what I'm saying. Warren still looks better. They're on the same team. They've gone up against the same players. They've gone up against the Browns. They've gone up against the same teams. I still think Warren's better. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but those are the only players where I'm like, I'm not starting anybody else. Yeah. Even Fryermuth is. I mean, Fryermuth has actually been pretty decent. He's been okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Now we're into Monday night football here. We have the Bucks. We hosting. have two Monday night yeah, games yeah. again. The Bucks hosting the Eagles. So in this one, the Bucks defenses look so good, but this is also this will the, be very. This might be a really good game actually, because mm-hmm. Mayfield's kind of balling. He's kind of balling. He's he's using the receivers. I mean. Obviously, it's a downgrade from Tom Brady because, yeah. I mean, any the only person that it might not be a downgrade would be, like, Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, seriously. Like, Brady's just that dude. Um, but, no, I think Mayfield's actually been kind of proven wrong. And I kind of thought about this, too, when we first – like, our first one back is when he played on the Rams and led that comeback, the he looked really good. Mm-hmm. I think he honestly is a little bit overhated. He's not overrated or underrated. I don't think he's underrated, but I do think he's overhated. Um, it's kind of like what I say about the show Friends. Like, it's overrated, but, but it's, it's definitely good. overhated. Like, that's how I feel about Baker Mayfield. I see it. Because he's, he's proven to be good this year. Yeah, that's true. But this is going to be the toughest defense. This will by far be the toughest defense. Because he had the so Vikings far. defense in week one. Which has been rough. Yeah, it's and been And we saw what the Eagles did to them. Yeah. And then last week, he had the Bears defense, which can't stop, up, I don't know, a baby right now. Like, <sighs> But you know what's interesting? The Eagles have somewhat struggled. The Eagles, they get turnovers, but they still... Uh, we're, we're the Eagles are... Elite talents, though. Like, Jay Jettis, Kirk Cousins is an overhated quarterback. 
Oh, for sure. So those two right there, obviously. And then who did the Eagles play week one? Or no, I guess they played Mac Jones in week one, which was okay. But I mean, I, the Eagles but, are. But that Eagles game was such a weird one. The like, Eagles are finding ways to win, but it's they're making it look very tough. Week one was just such a fluky week for them, in my opinion. Week one is always a fluky week from everybody because they like they went up so quickly, and then they're like, "All right, we're just gonna." They just yeah, they just kind of didn't really seem to care after that. Yeah, Um, but that's different. The last week, they honestly, I think, should have lost against the Vikings. Yeah, because they let the Vikings come back. Um, and the and well, and you say elite talent. Mike Evans has proven to be that. Chris Godwin is looking really good. Yeah, Rashad sorry. White had a really good game last week. I will say this: I'm gonna, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins over Mayfield right now, and also oh take no, oh yeah, no, for sure. But like, they still have, they still are elite talent. Like, yeah. you, they're not as good, but Mike Evans is doing really, really well. He's I, proven to be like he wants his money. He wants to be signed not somewhere. Start Mike Evans right now because of how good he started the season. I would start. The only person I would be hesitant to start. Just because I can see maybe some stuff happening, I could see Mayfield throwing a pick or two in this game because mm-hmm. that defense is is that good. Yeah. Um. But I would be hesitant to maybe start Rashad White this week. Yeah. But the receivers, Godwin and Evans, I think that's a pretty decent play. I, I'm I'm a little hesitant on Godwin for one reason. Godwin won't do as good as Evans, but I still think he has a good game. The only reason I'm hesitant on Godwin is he's more of a slot receiver, and Darius Slade does love playing in the slot against those receivers. And I think Slay's going to be a better cover for Godwin than he is for Evans because Evans is a big guy. He's well, a is, Bri- guy. is Bradbury back? That's because if because he, if he's back too, it, I could see this being a tough game. But I honestly, the way that just until I'm proven otherwise, I wouldn't be bothered starting either one. Rashad White is the only one where I'm like really uncomfortable yeah. with, and Mayfield. Just I could because this could be the week I could see them throwing a pick. How are we feeling about AJ Brown this week though? Oh, you start him. You, he's gonna he he expressed his frustration, and as soon as he did, he had like four mm-hmm. targets. <laughs> like I don't know, it's almost and hear me out. It's almost as Devontae Smith has become a wide receiver one because Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith did play together in college. Well, yeah, but yeah, but like I said, at the end of that game, Jalen Hurts and uh, AJ Brown, AJ Brown let him know he's like, mm-hmm. I'm open, throw me the ball because he was yeah. all of those targets he had him in was <laughs> were open. Yeah, just there were penalties on each play. Um. I honestly, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. They, there's no reason why they both shouldn't go off. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that they shouldn't. I mean, I either one. I think you start. You know, this is a conversation for next week. But if AJ Brown struggles again, are we considering? He's not going to struggle. He he's as he just hasn't had a lot of big plays. Yeah. He actually is on target, on pace to have a ton of catches this week. He or not this week, but this like year. this year, he just has had a lot of like really short passes. He just hasn't had the volume yet. It'll it'll come. I'm not worried yet. Fantasy football. It's only week two. It's still. It's not. He it's has not us right where he wants us. Exactly. But 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 in all honesty, I'm not worried about AJ Brown yet. No. Like no, it's week two. We have to remember it's still so early in the season, and they didn't play preseason. And and AJ Brown did tell him he's like, throw it to me. I'm open. Like mm-hmm. we saw that. And when he did throw, he was. And they had to literally hold him to. Or the offense held, so he couldn't get his touchdown. I think this is the week he gets his first touchdown. But I, like I said, this Eagles offense should be so good. There's no reason why they both don't get a lot of targets. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm slightly concerned about AJ Brown just because it looks like Jalen Hurts has better chemistry with Devontae. Oh my gosh, at this you're point. so. You just need to relax on that. <laughs> I'm just saying that that those have been my observations. Okay. I'm not saying AJ Brown is gonna flop and you know come crashing down back to earth and be like wide receiver ninety for the season. 
But I do think it's potential, especially if this game goes how I think it's going to go, where Devontae Smith again gets the more targets, the more better overall counting stats as well. Time to consider that A.J. Brown may be wide receiver in Philadelphia. I think they both have equal amount of opportunities to be just breakout receivers. There's no reason why they both shouldn't be getting like 10 to 15 points a game easily. There's no re- I mean, A.J. Brown is still getting – like he only got like seven points last week. But like the week before, he still had like 14. Like he still did good. Right, but Devontae Smith had like 23 in week one. and like another But if you have A.J. Brown, you don't sit him. I'm not saying you sit That's him. That's why I'm saying don't worry about it. You start him. You shouldn't worry about it. Like, he's not being the number one targeted right now, but like I said, either receiver could easily have an insane game. No worries about it. Like, either Devontae or A.J. Brown, don't worry about it. Just start him. Like, seriously. Running backs, Swift, I don't know if they're going to play him again like they did oh, last well, week. They have to. They have but to. this is a much tougher defense. Yes, but, but Swift like, just looks more explosive. He does look better. The only reason I would be worried about starting a receiver is if they just give Swift the ball every play. Yeah. Like they kind of started to at the end of that. Yeah, no, you have to start Swift because he just looked 10 times more explosive than Gainwell last week. So I don't. Oh, he's by far the best running back in that yeah. committee. I don't know why they were thinking about starting Gainwell over him. But, anyways. Like, yeah, it makes you wonder Benny. what. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't even I would even be hesitant at starting Gainwell just because of now Swift. that Swift has proven he can easily yeah. be that one guy. It's his target. Yeah, I would not really start game. I would look at their op- options, honestly. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. Rams at Bengals. Start with the home team, the Bengals. Joe Burrow potentially is going to miss this week. It sounds like they're actually expecting him to miss this week. I think they should sit him. Get him better. Don't risk him getting even more injured. Mm-hmm. It's a long season. 17, 18 weeks. Don't rush it. They're still a great team. Honestly... If you have Chase, you have to start him. If you have Higgins, you I have would to start him. It, you, you, it's like any offensive weapon on that team besides Joe Burrow this week. I would feel weird not starting him mm-hmm. because there's just that there's just the upside yep. of it, you know because that Bengals defense actually looks pretty decent too. Solid. Now, are they going to be able to stop Puka? But <laughs> this might be a shootout, low key. I could see it being a shootout because Kyron Williams is going off. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua is doing his thing. Um, the only, you know, why you also don't start Joe Burrow this week, Aaron Donald. That's true. Do that not line, start that Joe. Line has still not been not fantasy wise. Like just Bengals, don't put Joe Burrow in. Let let your backup take these licks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which makes me think Joe Mixon might have a big week because there might be a lot of just dump offs. Yeah. Um, which isn't promising for Higgins or Chase, but like. Um, you just can't not start them because oh, yeah, they were sure. they, all of them were high draft picks. Oh no, I definitely agree with so, that. So, but at the end of the even day, if you have Boyd, he'd be a good flex spot because he's getting a lot of targets. Annoyingly, he's getting a lot of targets. Yeah, like I don't know. There's you could do worse at the flex spot than That's Boyd. True. You could. <laughs> so, anyways, we'll, we'll have to see because especially if the QB situation switches up for the Bengals, it'll be interesting. So, obviously, Joe Burrow, probably plan on sitting him. Matt Stafford, he's a solid streaming option as well. Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield even would be a good pickup. Mm, I don't know about this week for Mayfield against the Eagles. <laughs> this week, yeah, might be a little bit iffy, but, I mean, it's still better than Burrow. Like, because he still has the potential to have a few touchdowns in there. Watch Burrow go off for like thirty points, and he's gonna be. He's probably not even gonna play. That's what I mean, though. Like, if you absolutely have to go get somebody, there you could do worse. 
<laughs> like people are really trying to ride with the Arizona. Josh Dobbs. Of, yeah, no, he had like one good week. That's not, that, don't unless do you're it. in a 32 man league. I don't. I wouldn't go for it. <laughs> Even then, I wouldn't start him this week, well, dude. You, you have to because there's no one else to start. Yeah, yeah. Even the, even then, I'm like in a 32 man league. There's only 32 quarterbacks. 32 start. You have to start one of them. Try and put Taysom Hill in there. See if it lets you. Because <laughs> he's. I think he's listed as a. Tight I think end. in yeah. I think he is listed as a tight end. But like, even then, I just forget about it. Like, don't even look at it. <laughs> just like really pray you have other options. That I, you can... I will say this about the Bengals offense, though. Remember who the backup quarterback is? Jake Browning and how many career completions he has? Oh, it's Jake Browning. I don't even know. He has zero career completions. Well, there's a first for everything. And he's not a rookie. <laughs> there's first for everything. <laughs> Joe makes him to the moon on this one. <laughs> he, might, he might get tackled 80 yards behind yeah. the lightest. No, he's just going to get a little... He's going to get completions to Joe Mixon. It's going to be like those little swing routes. A catch for minus five. A catch for minus two. A catch for hey, one. Hey, that's one step back, two steps forward with PPR leagues. So <laughs> Ten catches, 12 yards. <laughs> hey, that's... that's hey. That's still twelve points almost. That's like one eleven point two. Eleven point two points. Which is that would be his hype score of the year. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be a tough week, but honestly, it's another one of those things where if you have Bengals options, don't panic just yet. Joe Burrow just needs to get better, and he will. I think if they just let him rest this week, because <sighs> with his injuries, you're gonna throw him against Aaron Donald. Don't do it. No, no. <laughs> leave him. He, leave, he let that poor man rest. Again. You just invested a lot of money in him. You got to rest him this yeah, week. Yeah, literally two hundred and seventy-five million. The guy can't, but get a win. But anyways, so that's it really for our fantasy this week, guys. Um, just for craps and giggles, just to let you know. Later down the road, Phil and I are going to face off in week ten, and in this case, oh, which reminds me, we again we mentioned this last week. We'll mention it again. Phil did lose. He's. We are going to have pictures of him Remember, in his first jersey soon. I have you right where I want you. <laughs> You're right. You're going to be looking for new Pat Sertan jerseys for me soon. Um, nah. Yeah. Pat Sertan. Yeah. It's not going to happen again. Yeah, it is. But we'll see. But. You're gonna you're gonna go on a six game or a seven game win streak between now and week ten, and then in week ten you're going to come up against my ultimate behemoth of a team, and it's going to be over. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not too worried about it. I never, I never get stressed this early in fantasy football because so much can change. So as we just saw, like Nick Chubb went down. Yep. And I don't know if he ever plays again. Tough break, but but oh, that's so sad, dude. That tough. really is so bad. We'll go more into that like in next our time. next one where we just kind of go more over like actual news on stuff and what happened and all that good stuff. But um, anyways, no, I think that's it for this week. Um, fantasy football, it's still early. Fair. Don't panic just yet unless you have a really bad team. Or, never mind. Yeah, um, not, not time to panic just yet. And, you know, for those of us who are 2-0, though, good job. Keep trucking. We're, uh, I don't care what anyone and, else says. They hate us because they ain't us. And if you are 2-0, though, don't stop. Don't think, oh, I've, this is easy. Like, anything can happen. 100%. Be, be paying attention to your waiver wire. Be paying attention to just matchups. Be paying attention to different things. Because just because you're up 2-0 doesn't mean anything. That means you can still go 10-2 or 2-10. That's true. So don't, don't just Not slack. all of us have Jonathan Taylor stashed on their bench behind Josh Jacobs, Javante Williams, and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Not all of us have that. 
for anyways. <laughs> anyways, guys, we, we we love talking to you. If you guys have any suggestions for us, fantasy wise, please let us know. We're happy to implement them. We just want to make sure you guys have the best experience possible. Yep, and for that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Next time.